0: Welcome to the Sideline Crowd. I'm your host, Skylar Timmons. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about my thoughts on really the state of the Rockies after trading away star third baseman Nolan Arenado. So it's been about a couple weeks, or about a week or so, since the news broke that Nolan Arenado had been traded to the St. Louis Cardinals. And I've ingested a lot of different media, reading articles, listening to podcasts, and you know, browsing through Twitter, uh, the sideline crowd. You can follow us on Twitter, sideline underscore crowd. A lot of fun there. We participate with the Rockies Twitter and community. But I, I wanted to really put into my, put into words and in podcast form of just really my thoughts on the whole ordeal. And it's been really interesting to see, you know really, what's happened uh, here with the Rockies and. This whole situation is in general, and first and foremost, it's just been a dumpster fire uh, for the Rockies in every aspect in the aftermath of this trade. And so, I just want to kind of get into it and share some of my thoughts and, and talk about it for the most part. So, as you know, Nolan Arnato gets traded to the St. Louis Cardinals, and it was a pretty big deal. The news kind of kind of broke. Uh, about a couple of Fridays ago. Yeah, so a couple of Fridays ago it finally broke of hey, this thing's happening. This thing is happening and you know there've been rumors earlier in the week Ken Rosenthal of the Athletic saying that a report was or reporting that, it, that a deal was probably in talks. They were talking about it. But then it wasn't until that Friday when it was in theory agreed upon. And then it took about the weekend uh, for it to finally be announced on Monday. So a couple days after it was announced, so the basically the first Monday. First or, yeah, about the first Monday of February. And it gets announced and Nolan Arnold getting shipped over to the St. Louis Cardinals along with $50 million, $51 million or so. And he gets sent over to the Cardinals for... Left-hander, left-handed pitcher Austin Gomber. I'm trying to pick up some of these other names here. Just a package about five prospects. Nobody really in the top ten at all. Uh, kind of an abysmal return is kind of the general census that the Rockies are getting back, and so everybody's really mad about that. And that's kind of the kind of the backlash uh, for this thing of you're trading away a future Hall of Famer for peanuts more or less and you're paying 50 million dollars for another team to take him so to speak so it, it didn't look good for the rockies but ultimately they ended up with left-hander austin gomber headlining it he's had some success in the majors hasn't pitched too much uh, but 2020 wasn't too bad for him uh, third baseman mateo gill infielder Elioras montero and then a couple of right-handed pitchers in tony Lossie and jake somers and so, you look at those names, nobody's really sticking out to you. None of these guys, you know, are top prospects. It's not a Nolan Gorman, uh, Matt Libator uh, anybody like that. And for a superstar third baseman like Nolan Arenado, you'd expect the Rockies to haul in something pretty good, but that comes into the next part of this, of that relationship and the deteriorating relationship between Nolan Arenado and the Rockies front office, specifically general manager Jeff Breidich. And so if you'll remember, after 2019, 2019 was supposed to be Nolan Arenado's last year of control, and he was going to be heading into free agency after that season. Well, the Rockies wanting to keep him around, they go ahead and sign him to an eight-year, $270 million deal for an extension. Great day. Signs in spring training. Uh, Everybody's happy. We fully expect Nolan Arnauto. He's going to be a Rocky for life. And front office promises, hey, we're going to build around you. We're going to contend. We've been to the playoffs in 2017, 2018. We're going to keep moving forward. This is going to be great. A new era of Rockies baseball. And it's going to be awesome. Everybody's happy. Uh, But one thing that always kind of stuck out is there was an opt-out that Jeff Breidich campaigned for to put in after the 2021 season. Nolan didn't ask for that, but Jeff Breidich, let's have this opt-out. So basically, you're getting two extra years, roughly, of Nolan Arenado. Not too shabby. No, see what happens. Full no trade clause. We'll see what happens. Well, the Rockies, an abysmal 2019, uh, below expectations, didn't really do anything to add to the team, and they kind of underperform, understandably, and you expect them, hey, 2019 offseason, let's get things done uh, heading into 2020. Let's get it done, but nothing happens all of the offseason after 2019, Rockies failed to sign a single major leaguer to a guaranteed major league contract. The only one that got a major league contract was Jose Mujica, who wasn't going to do anything, spent most of the year at the alternate training site in 2020. I think he pitched in like one or two games, just got lit up against the Padres. First batter that Mujica faced was against Will Myers at Coors Field, and Will Myers hit a grand slam off of them. So... Yeah, not too good. Uh they didn't do anything to add to the team. And on honestly, you know, heading into the winter meetings, uh a lot of rumors that other teams were checking in on Nolan Arnado. So a whole offseason in twenty nineteen had to endure these constant rumors that Nolan Arnado is gonna get traded. That hey, it's only been after one year, after signing this huge extension, you know the largest in Rockies history, and at the time made Nolan the highest-paid player, uh, per year, highest-paid position player per year in MLB history. Short-lived, and immediately it sounds like he's angry and he is not happy with the team's what the team's doing. So we have to suffer through that that whole off season, and then. And Jeff Breidich finally comes out in like January or so saying, okay, yeah, we're not going to trade him. He's sticking with us. We're going to put these rumors to bed. Well, then Nolan comes out not too soon after that saying he feels disrespected by the team. And that kind of opens up the saga that we dealt with all through 2020 leading up to this trade that Nolan Arnauto was not happy with Jeff Breidich, uh, not happy with the Rockies, Felt disrespected that he was lied to, promises weren't kept, and he wanted out. Now, and everybody looking at that, they're like, oh man, you've got to fire Jeff Breidich after this. You've got to fix it. But nothing happens. Dick Monfort, the owner, sticks with his guy. Uh, have an awful 2020 after getting out to a hot start. Nolan's hurt all year. Uh, 60-game season with COVID. Nothing happens. Rockies miss the expanded playoffs. Nolan continually saying he wants to play for a winner. He wants to win. He doesn't want to be like Todd Helton. You know, stuck on one team and never only reached the postseason a couple of times in his career. He wants to win. Nolan Arnauto is a competitive guy. And he wants to win. You can't blame him for that. So abysmal 2020. He ends the season on the injured list. He doesn't even play for the last week or so. And so, kind of an unceremonious end to his Rockies career. As again, we sit through this postseason, think we're going to get him on opening day. Now uh, We're going to stick with him at least through 2021, maybe deal him at the deadline. I could see that happening. Instead, the bombshell drops, and that's when, uh, that's when stuff hits the fan, and it's just this continual... Just spiraling of what's happening. And so there's a lot of people out there, fans, uh, different people in the media, just wondering what in the world is going on with the Colorado Rockies. What happened with Nolan Arnato What happened with you know, the ownership? What's happening in Colorado? People are angry. Uh, a lot angrier than I've really ever seen with Colorado Rockies fans. You know, being a fan my whole life, yeah, we've had some garbage years, you know, and you know you get frustrated with the team, get mad at them, but then you just sort of expect it. So then when they do 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 well, you're like, hey, this is pretty nice, and you hop back on the train, and then it immediately go, drives off a cliff again. So really, what what happened? What are what are my thoughts on this? And I think everybody's justified in how they feel. You no, know, Nolan Arenado. One of the best third basemen in the history of Major League Baseball. Not just the Rockies, but in Major League Baseball itself. He's won the Gold Glove every year since he's been in the Majors. He's got several Silver Sluggers. He's got several All-Star appearances. He's garnered some MVP votes. He's an elite player, defensively and offensively. So when you get signed to a big contract like that, he's worth it. And you feel like, yeah, he's our guy. We got to build around him. We're going to contend. But the fact that Dick Monfort and Jeff Breidich did nothing to fix this situation or do everything in their power to avoid this situation is what is making everybody so upset and finally shine a light on on the incompetency and mediocrity that is the Colorado Rockies. And it's absolutely frustrating as a fan, you know, somebody who, who loves covering the team, you know, watching every game they can. You know, every video game I play, I start off as the Rockies. In MLB The Show, I have a career, a road to the show character for the Rockies. I signed a 15-year deal with the team, because I just wanted to stick with them. We've And they've built around me, we're doing good. I play out-of-the-park baseball, I do everything I can to build championship teams, build around my guys, and everybody's happy. But for some reason, there's just something going on in the Rockies' front office that's really causing a problem for everybody. So Jeff Breidich, uh, let's focus on him for a second, just when your GM is alienating your best player, being condescending, horribly communicating with him, and just disrespecting him, breaking promises, you don't deserve a job as the leader of a baseball team. You just don't. And it's it's being more light is being shed... On the fact that Jeff Breidich is toxic for Rockies baseball. This is a man who you know, alienated Troy Tulowitzki And orchestrated the trade for him. This is a man who alienated and abandoned DJ LeMahieu, Who went on to do stellar things with the Yankees. Who just signed a six year deal with the Yankees again. And now he's alienated Nolan Arnato and forced him to get out of Colorado. That's three of the Rockies' best players that they've ever had in their history. And he's alienated them and driven them away from the team. How do you do that and still keep your job? How do you do that? And everybody in baseball, you no know, media and on Twitter... Everybody is asking that question of how does this guy still have a job? How does he still have the keys keys to this thing? How is he still leading the charge for this team? And it's absolutely baffling for everyone. You, know, you hear a lot of talk and reports that you know, the Rockies, people really don't like trying to work with them. Jeff Brinich is one of the worst communicators in baseball. And he's very condescending. What you hear from a lot of reports is he's very condescending. You know, this is a guy who went to Harvard. You no, know, good for him. Great education. But that doesn't give you an excuse to be a giant D-bag to every single person in a sport that you are not the best at. You know, famously in a, a book by Drew Goodman, uh, in that series of, you know, if these walls could talk type thing, talking about the famous brain surgeon quote, this isn't brain surgery, um, or like he acts like he's the smartest man in the room. It's rough. You can't have somebody toxic like that who thinks he's above everybody else that he knows best. He knows better than everyone else. If I had the choice between Jeff Breidich, a replaceable GM, and a -a once-in-a-generational third baseman talent, I'm sticking with the third baseman every single time. Jeff Breidich should be gone. He should have been gone a couple years ago. Now, after that abysmal 2019, no, he can survive after that, but after the bust of 2019... His bag should have been packed. That was the time to get rid of him. When that news started to break, that Nolan Arnado was not happy with him, this bad relationship, they hardly ever talked to each other. And for what it sounded like, they still had never sat down you know, to talk about their problems. So this horrible thing of miscommunication, not talking out their feelings and problems with each other, it never happened. You know, and there's reports Nolan felt you know, disrespected because... You no, know, Bradich questioned his leadership, criticized him, and you know, and all this stuff, whatever. But if you're Dick Monfort, he just drove away one of your best players. He shouldn't have a job. And you look at his past history of things that he's done to this team. You no, know, the horrible signings, the history of that. Dishing out big bucks to Ian Desmond to play first base for no reason. That's a wash. You no, know, The Super Bowl pin, yeah, it was good for a little bit, for a year, but then quickly derailed after that, signing Daniel Murphy instead of DJ LeMayhew. The mistakes have added up on Jeff Breidich. But Dick Monford, as we kind of transition here, is another big problem of this. Dick Monford has turned a blind eye, and he's loyal to a fault. I don't know if you had the opportunity to watch the Rockies press conference the next day after the trade was well, was made official. And honestly, that was one of the funniest things I've ever watched, and just one of the most infuriating. Like Dick Monfort, I'm sure he's a good guy. You no, know, he does, you know, he cares about baseball, you know, considers himself a baseball guy. But the problem is he he runs his team like he's a fan. And I've loved this comparison some other people have made, whether it's like, you no, know, the guys over at DNVR or or things like that. Uh they talk about where he's running this like a you no, know, like a fantasy football, fantasy baseball team. You know, and, and there's no consequences if he loses. It's like, hey, I had fun. Let's get that guy. He seems cool. But instead he he's running it as a fan and and you know, he's turned a blind eye. Over to Jeff Breidich, he still thinks he's done a phenomenal job. And they keep focusing on, oh, he got us to the playoffs in 2017 and 2018. No, the players got you there. Because they stepped up and they played well. Your pitching staff was very good those two years. Everybody that he signed for offense, garbage. The Rockies are absolutely awful with developing their hitting No, they're trying to figure out the Coors Coors effect on the road. No, this is a team that has, as again the DNVR podcast guys talked about, an analytic. They downgraded their research team down to like one or two guys. You're not going to win baseball games in 2020, 2021, if you don't have an analytics department. And theirs is probably among the worst. But Dick Monford is... He's got to remove himself from baseball decisions, more so, hire a team president, and fix this team. He's got to figure this thing out. You know, sending out the sent-from-my-iPad emails, that shouldn't be the way that fans are able to learn about their team, is emailing the owner and saying, hey, what are you guys doing? And for him to email back and like, oh, we got to cut costs, and this is what we're doing. That shouldn't happen. And so it's just frustrating. Like I said, it. A lot of people. Another great point that if he can't afford to pay Nolan Arenado what he's worth, you now if he's not able to even just pay him what he's worth, he shouldn't be owning a baseball team. Now his legacy is going to be about real estate. You no know, Coors Field, that's great. Beautiful ballpark. They've done a lot of work to make that place place very nice. You now they're building that McGregor Square across the street. Great namesake for former President Kelly McGregor, who passed away. Fine, signed the big thirty-year lease to stay at Coors Field in Colorado. Perfect. But the fact that His baseball decisions have been abysmal, hasn't done anything to really push this team over the edge, and he's developed this reputation that he doesn't care about winning and just filling seats and selling beer and hot dogs, that's not the legacy you want as a baseball owner. If your goal isn't to compete and try and win a championship every single year, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why even bother? Why even bother? That's the most frustrating thing when it comes to the Rockies. Is what are we doing? Why are we even bothering? Because time and time again, this ownership front office group over the years, not just recently, but throughout the Rockies history, It has been nothing but disappointment. Sure, there's been superstars. They get alienated. They want to get out of here. And they go on to do great things. But the fact that we only have, in their history of almost 30 years, closing in on 30 years as an organization, no division titles, one World Series appearance, And only been to the playoffs about five times. Roughly, that's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And so Nolan Arenado wanted out. That's what. And in their press conference. That's where they tried to push the blame of, whoa. Well, nine months later, Nolan want, asked for a trade. He wanted out. Well, I wonder why he wanted a trade. It's because your GM didn't do anything. Lied to him, didn't build around him, didn't add anybody, just gave up. Trying to be cost-effective, getting minor league deals. You no, know, You know, the reports that people are interested in Brian Shaw, John Gray. Trade those guys away. Get people back. To help build around Nolan. You know, if LeBron James... Had a problem with the GM in basketball, that GM's gone. If he upset LeBron, that owner's saying, Get out of here, pack your bags. I choose LeBron over you. It's that same situation here that it should have been with the Rockies. You know, an owner should be loyal to your star players first, then the GM. GMs can be replaced. Players really can't. Specifically. Now you can fill in, but the type of player that Nolan Arenado is, Rockies are gonna have a hard time chewing on that one for the next eight years. Six years. Six or seven years. Whatever, maybe however long he's a Cardinal or you know, he may opt out, go somewhere else. But this is gonna haunt the Rockies. For the rest of their, for the rest of their lives, it's going to be hard for Jeff Breitich ever to get a job again, and they still have no way to justify this. Because in that press conference, you no, know, Dick Monfort said, "Oh man, like ten times in the past week or so, I, I didn't see how this trade made sense." If you're thinking it doesn't make tr- it doesn't make sense, ten times then you probably shouldn't do it. What changes on the 11th time to say, oh, yeah, let's do it? And when you're paying another team to take your best player away from you. It's interesting. And so who, who knows what's going to happen with them. But man, is that frustrating. Absolutely frustrating. And so it's going to be hard seeing Nolan in a Cardinals jersey playing third base, and when the Cardinals come to Colorado in July, pending that even happens still, that's going to be sad. That is going to be rough. And if fans are in the seats, no one gets a standing ovation. No doubt. But if on, whenever fans are allowed back at Coors Field you can bet there are going to be signs and chance of fire Breidich. Because he needs to be gone. Dick Monfort said in that press conference that he hasn't even thought about. It's never crossed his mind to fire Jeff Breidich. I don't even know if he knows he has that ability because Dan O'Dowd resigned. And so I don't know if, Jeff, if, uh, if uh, Dick Monfort knows he has the power as the owner to fire the GM. He just sort of waits for them to go away on their own. Which sort of has happened with, you know, I think the last manager to get fired was was uh, was Clint Hurdle. Because Jim Tracy resigned after having a lifetime contract, basically. You can do this as long as you want. And I believe Walt Weiss either didn't resign or he just walked. He resigned. Something like that, and then Bud Black, who's sticking around for now. This is a tough situation. I don't know. If, I don't know if the Rockies know that they can fire people. Oh, Dick Montford just thinks, oh, when they're done playing, they can go away. Oh, I don't know. I'm not in charge of them. So who knows? But honestly, there's so much the Rockies could have done to avoid this. It's as simple as, you know getting a competent gm hiring a outside president of baseball operations to come in with a clear vision of what this team should be and work their magic cuz that's what the rockies need is somebody outside of the culture who can come in with you no know, without these rose tinted glasses and fix this team fixing their analytics department fixing how they operate Fixing their PR image. Because right now the Rockies are the laughing stock of Major League Baseball. They're a joke. When you're in a division with the Dodgers, and now the Padres who are doing things, who are adding to their teams to make themselves better to compete, and you got the Rockies subtracting, and then thinking to themselves, we got a good team, I think we can commit. I think we can compete. We underperformed. No. You're looking at a fourth place finish at best in the National League West. It's going to be Dodgers, Padres, and then the Giants will be somewhere in a wild card mix. Who knows with the Diamondbacks, they do whatever. And then the Rockies. Not a great division. And man, is that frustrating. Man, is that frustrating. And you just... You think about these guys that they're getting. I have hope. No, as a fan, I always maintain hope for guys that we bring in. No matter who they are. Whether it's the dumbest signing in the world, like Ian Desmond. No, I have hope for them. Maybe they will do good. Maybe they'll hit. Maybe they will pitch well. You never know with baseball. And look at Daniel Bard. Guy's out of baseball for seven or so years. Comes back. Comeback player of the year for the Rockies. Great pickup in the bullpen. You just never know. And I always maintain hope. No, it's you never want to root against guys that you're signing for your team. You hope they can contribute in some way. And that's how it is with this group of prospects or so that the Rockies got back for Arnato No Gomber you know, can be projected to be that fifth starter in the rotation. That's what they need. Um, and that's kind of what I want to transition over to here for this last little bit is what do we have now? How do we move forward? Because, yes, it's okay to be mad about Nolan Arnato You can say you're done with the team. That's fine, that's your choice. You do you. You can be upset about the Nolan Arnold trade. I am. I'm mad at Jeff Breidich. I'm mad at Dick Munford. It is frustrating and infuriating with this team. But you gotta move forward. No and the guys on the rest of the team, no, they didn't have responsibility for this. Trevor Story, Charlie Blackman, they didn't make the decision. No, they're upset about it. And so it's still okay to support the players. Support them, whether you like them or not. Still maintain hope for them. For what it sounds like, Ryan McMahon will move over to his natural position of third base. High hopes for him. We're going to miss the defensive wizardry of Nolan Arnato We're going to miss his bat, but Ryan McMahon getting a chance at his you know, his third-base position? From what I've always seen, he's not bad defensively at third base. Ryan McMahon is a better defender than we think. And, and I'm excited for him to kind of step up, have this opportunity, and see what he makes of himself. That's what I'm looking forward to the most with this Rockies team. Is seeing what do you got. What can these guys do? How will they do it? To the occasion. Will they rise up? If they do, great. You know, if they can win 70 or so games with this group they have now, that's okay. But if they crash and burn, it won't be surprising. Now, Rymel Tapia, good 2020. Can he finally break out in the outfield? No, put together a complete season. Be that leadoff hitter and be a big impact player? Will Brendan Rodgers finally do something? Will he stay healthy and then hit the ball? Sam Hilliard? Will he make contact? Will he break out? Will the bullpen figure it out? Dom Nunez behind the dish, along with Elise Diaz. What's going to happen? So there's a lot of youngsters on this team, and... You know, it's exciting to see them, see what they can do. Rockies don't have a good farm system. But, there's always promise. You never know with baseball, and, you no, know, I hope these guys do well. I hope Austin Gomber comes in and, you know, pitches adequately. Gives us a four ERA, fine. You know, John Gray, does he stay healthy and bounce back? Perfect. Kyle Freeland, Antonio Sensatella, and Roman Marquez continue to make great strides of dominance? I hope so. That would be perfect. you got to maintain hope with the Rockies. You know, it's easy to be pessimistic and you know, give up on the team. And, and it's understandable. You're totally justified in that. But for me, it's just so much easier... Well, it's okay to be frustrated and disappointed. Because I know I am. But I think that makes it so hard is because of the faith you know, and the knowledge that we have, as fans, of what this team can be, what this organization can accomplish. You look at 2007 and that World Series run, that is real, true Rockies baseball. Just these gritty underdogs, who fight their way, show off real talent, and make it to the World Series. That's the Rockies baseball that I know this team can be. But it goes back to the leadership. you got to get different leadership. The captains of the ship, they're sinking it. And guys are going to want to get off. Trevor's story... Hardly a chance that he sticks around. Charlie Blackman might with his player options. But even then you don't know. He can go be a DH in the American League. when he If he opts out. So you never know. But yeah. That's kind of my, my thoughts on this whole thing. And the whole ordeal with the Rockies. It's disappointing. Jeff Breidich and Dick Monfort. They need to figure it out. Or get out of town. Monfort either needs to sell the team. Or fire Brightich. Hire a team president and remove himself. From the main decision making. Like yes it's his money. And he'll write the checks. But he shouldn't be as involved. In the day to day operations like he is. It needs to be a president. And the GM. And you need both of them. To lead the Rockies right now. And. The GM needs to go, and you need to fix whatever's happening there. Because the Rockies, they're not going to compete within the next couple years. It might be several years before we see even a glimmer of hope of competing in Colorado. I hope I'm wrong, but that's what it's looking like. And so who knows? Who knows? But... That's kind of what's going on in the world of Rockies baseball. It's very frustrating. Wish Nolan the best of luck in St. Louis. He's going to do great. He'll overcome the Coors Field bias and everything. There's so much more that we could talk about, but kind of want to leave it there and whatnot. But, man, it's just a bummer. It is an absolute bummer. But who knows? We'll see. Uh, Rocky season, spring training starts here pretty soon. Get a better idea of, you know, potential Rockies. Maybe there'll be some free agent signings with them. Who knows? They keep fishing in the bargain bin for minor league deals, whatever. Now uh, we'd like to see an outfielder or, you know, there's a thing called a first baseman that they still need. They haven't had in, I don't know how many years. Six years, five or six years. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. But baseball's around the corner. Excited for that. Come back. It'll be exciting. Watch baseball again, cover it, tweet about it. But who knows? But yeah. So let's know your thoughts. Uh, you can catch me on over on Twitter, sideline underscore at sideline underscore crowd. You can follow me on there and interact with me and the rest of Rockies Twitter. We're always sharing gifs, memes, thoughts, jokes about the Rockies and baseball and whatnot. It's always a fun time. You can also find me on Facebook, the Sideline Crowd. Uh, Don't post there as much. Uh, Mostly over on Twitter is the most part. But, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck to the Rockies. Hopefully everyone stays safe. Baseball's right around the corner. Try and do more of these little podcasts as things happen and whatnot, but it's always a pleasure to, to join with you and talk a little bit here about baseball and things that we love. So who knows? We'll see what the future holds. But again, I'm Skyler Timmons. This is the Sideline Crowd. We'll see you next time.